Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That's uh, it's great to be back on the Sarah Fraser show. And I already see the sweat beads accumulating in your mustache. That's because it's hot. <laughs> Flipping ninety degrees out here. More than that. Welcome to LA, baby. I mean, it's summer, you know, and you know, this is the land of land of like tits and ass. I mean, it's you know, it's hot. Everybody's got their booty out. I mean, people are hot. There are people who have their booty out, and some of them should not have their booties out. But I appreciate their. Uh, Willingness to go there. Lean in, lean in, lean in here a little bit because we're doing a video. Um, Aren't you amazed though in Los Angeles? Because you and I have talked about this. I mean, no one wears a bra. No. Isn't that amazing? All shapes and sizes. I I do. I mean, they free the nipple here like legit. Mm -hmm. I haven't noticed. My eyes are always up. I mean, my God. Any anything you want to say about that? I mean, are you excited about a few nipples? The other night when we were walking to dinner though, and there was that chick. She was. She had. Full on headlights on. You were a little attractive. Most turkeys were, were done. You were a little excited. You were. 
I mean, it was. Well, like, is, that, like, is that what we're talking about today? <laughs> no, you're on okay. the show. Well, you're back on the show because we just celebrated our third year wedding anniversary. Three. I mean, God, we've been together nine years, 10 years. Well, we met in 2012, end of 2012. And I'd say we were together probably off and on since March of 13. Oh, my God. I mean, it is unbelievable. Three years of marriage. So I wanted to have you on to talk about three things you've learned in three years of being married. Only three? Only. Oh, do you have more? Okay. How long is this podcast? (laughs) How long do you want it to be? Apparently you have a lot to say. We'll keep it to three. Okay. Well, you want to start or you want me to? Mm, Are we going like snake draft? Like you do one, I do one, and then I do one and you do one? Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Or are you going to give your three and I give my three? No, no, no. Let's go one and one and one and one. Okay. Okay. You want to go first? I'm, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, one, I've actually learned in three years of marriage to you, Schman, that you're more romantic than I thought you were. Wow. You are. You, every single year, Schman on our anniversary, which I'm terrible, I went all out for Father's Day. Because I think Father's Day is like really more meaningful to you than your birthday and our anniversary. Because you always wanted to be a dad. You told me that date three. Mm -hmm. And that was why I broke up with you the first couple of times. Because I was just like, this guy is too much. Like, ugh. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But I realized you had hopes and dreams. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you often would joke with your brother that you were not romantic. Which was not a badge of pride. You shouldn't have been saying that. But. Over the years, and I was very mad when you would be like, I'm not romantic. I'm like, you ought to be. You've you've got the big you've just landed the biggest tuna that there is out there, the biggest catch. It's a friend, quite a phrase there, but go on. So I've learned you're more romantic than I thought you'd be. Every year you buy me on my birthday thoughtful gifts and cards, and you on our anniversary go through all the traditions. And this year was leather. Mm-hmm. And I mean, instead of leather chaps or that gimp mask you wanted or the gimp yep. mask, you got me a leather like um, charging station, mm-hmm. which was very thoughtful. You, you and practical. You're more romantic than I thought you were. I'm a sentimental man. All right. What have you learned? These are more broad, okay. broad terms and expressions. And oh, one okay. I think you, you might be on, might be on your list, but uh, it's uh, a good marriage is constant communication. Oh, okay. You, you know, we we every week, if not every couple of days, we look through our calendars and we make sure we're on the same page with things and we set expectations and you know, you tell me what you need and and sometimes I tell you what I need and and we just communicate. That it sounds, sounds it's it, it it is an easy basic concept, but I don't think a lot of couples actually uh, do that. And part of that also though goes back to you just communication before you're married because I think a lot of relationships fail because people are not communicating with each other clearly and honestly. Oh, I tell you everything I need. I'm like, oh, I, I need I hear a make it. out right now. I hear it. But when you think about it, it goes back to like when we went to that um, Catholic um, wedding wedding retreat, that day retreat. Yes. And they had, they had a, um, a, a marriage conversation. Uh, counselor speak about just general stuff and these are things you and I I think already had communicated and we looked around the table at us and there were a lot of young couples who were sweating bullets at that point in time because they didn't talk about finances they didn't talk about kids they didn't talk about uh, jobs so that's that's part of it oh my god it's so true I I feel like you just like that one because you love a schedule and a spreadsheet so I think I think that I don't know if that's more about me and marriage so much as like you live for an Excel. I mean, like, 
you kind of get a hard on when someone brings up an Excel <laughs> sheet. <laughs> is categorically false. <laughs> I do like Excel files, though. All right, number two for me is I have learned to in our marriage in three years of marriage, you are like super dramatic, like over your job and stuff, and now I roll with it. I roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> what? This part of your stand up. <laughs> You are. You are. You are. I have learned this about you. It's like there's always a crisis in in soccer. Soccer never sleeps. I mean, honest to God, if if someone, if you didn't tell somebody what you did, they would think that you were a heart surgeon. I mean, the amount of prep, the and the anxiety, and it's I can't, I can't talk right now. You're interrupting me during my day. I used to take that personally. Now I know with you, there's a layer okay. of. <laughs> I, how, how about this? When I'm when I'm working, when I'm working, I like to be focused on my task. Multitasking is a myth. So when I'm when I'm zeroed in on a on an assignment, I don't want to have a conversation about Real Housewives or whatever so and so tweeted or. No, I usually need you to stop what you're doing and help me film a campaign yeah, exactly. that I'm doing, which, which is paying which, us. When I stop something, it's hard to get restarted. So I like to be focused on my task. So. That goes back to the communication scheduling of, hey, I need you at one o'clock today so you can help me with my podcast or my video, not drop everything that you're doing right now because I am focused on what I'm doing. I love the passion that you have for your work. <laughs> I do. But I, I've learned there's a layer of there is a layer of drama wow. in there. Okay. You are, you're a drag. And I now I think it's cute and I roll with it. All right. What's number two for you? Are you changing your list? No, my list is uh compromise. Be prepared to say yes, dear, a lot because that's you. When when your wife comes in and says, "I need you to film this," never mind the fact of what you're doing. Normally, you have to say sure or yes, dear. You know, and these are things. Even though there there might be some things that you don't want to do, or you know that is not going to work out as well as you had hoped. Like the other day, uh, you wanted me to come support you at your stand up, which we did. Except it was you know an hour away and we were carting our our toddler around i needed the bodies you needed the bodies (laughs) so even though i knew he was going to melt down at some point and i was going to leave early we still showed up and paid our paid our entry fee and that was that so yes dear Okay, my number three is actually similar. So when we went to that Catholic class, mm-hmm. one of the things that stood out to me with the marriage counselor is he said, how did he word it? But he basically said you almost need to become deaf in a marriage, like, or like, mm. like. No, no, I, I, I think this that? is my number three as well. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. He said, you don't have to, every single thing your partner says, you don't have to take on, you don't have to respond to. Mm. Not everything, you can let things, I think it was almost like water off a duck's back. Okay. Of course, there are some things that are personal and triggering, yes, but like every little thing is an A argument. And I, I've learned that over the years. You like, have? To be- <laughs> Starting what, today? I let so much go. You know, you have a method with the dishes. I've learned. The correct one. <laughs> I've learned. I do the dishes when you're not home. And when you're home, I, no problem. I let you do the dishes. So kind of you. You know? Mm-hmm. And then what other things? Oh, sports. You know, we, we, I don't want to argue with you every Saturday morning when you get up and we got to turn on Premier League or Juniors League or whatever the fuck league it is. And we watch soccer. I, I let it roll. I go, okay, all right, we're going to, we're going to turn this mm-hmm. on. 
No, this Which, this is I'm, my. I have a similar number. Three. What's your number three? Well, there's there's little things that you know you just are. It's but I think part of this is just not necessarily marriage. It's cohabitation, right? It, it's it's if you had a roommate, you would have annoyances with them too. But we're not married. We're not roommates. We're we're husband and wife, and you know there are little things like you have a a very loud yawn, like it's an <laughs> ear piercing yawn, where you go ah. And it is, it is, it's a <laughs> super dramatic, <laughs> loud yawn. And then the other thing that bothers, the, another thing that uh, irks me a little bit is if we're watching something mm-hmm. on TV mm-hmm. or around the laptop and you're watching a video, you, the volume of your video <laughs> surpasses that of whatever we're watching. So we're watching a movie or a premium cable television show, and I get to hear a TikTok song about something or or whatever the video is that you're watching. That bothers me. But I, I take a deep breath and let it flow off my back. <laughs> those are so minor. Please. Depending you, on the, depending on the relationship. You just came up with those every, out of whim. Every man who's listening to this show is nodding in agreement. <laughs> Get closer. Okay. They are not. Mm-hmm. You came up with those so last minute. I mean, those are minor. Do you want me to get the whole list? Out? <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> well, I have to say, though, being married to you, I think overall is actually very easy. Do you feel the same? Compared to what? Well, I mean, you've never been married before. Like, I don't know. You're coexisting with your old roommates. Am I easier than that? I had pretty good roommates. <laughs> okay, well, that's not a good answer. Do I find our marriage to be easy? Do you? Yeah, it's relatively easy. Well, I mean, I mean it's it, not like a Siberian prison gang or prison chain gang type thing. You know, it's it's a it's a walk in the park. It is a walk in the park, mm-hmm. don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I make it a lot about you, a lot, way more than it should be. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm not going to dispute that because I don't wow. think, I think we're running out of time. <laughs> No, we're not. Is there anything else you'd like to say about marriage? No, I have loved being married to you. Three years has flown by. It has. Um, I actually said this to you. I think for me, because, I, you know, for me, getting married was like, it was hard for me to get there to mm-hmm. make that decision. Because I remember you gave me an ultimatum, ultimatum before the marriage. And you're like, I can't do this anymore with you. You got to like, you got to make up your mind. You got to get married or I'm moving out and moving on. I I, want to have three kids. You know, I need a picket fence. I need an SUV. So I I said, I, you know. I'm not sure that was verbatim, but go on. I had nerves. I had nerves. I said, yes, I love this man. I got to like walk through this door. I think I'll regret it if I don't. And I'm so glad. I have no regrets. And I actually think my, for me, my marriage and relationship with you has gotten easier since we've gotten married. Because I think it's definite. Yeah, I agree. Do you, do you think mm-hmm. COVID really helped too? Because you work too much, but you being home all the time brought us closer. <laughs> Can't wait for the offices to reopen. I mean, no, it's great. Work from home. Be constantly interrupted while you're in the flow of things. But What else is going on with you? Anything else? Anything nope, else you want it. to say about marriage? That's it. That's all you signed me up for was oh, three things about marriage. Right. Well, you'll have to return. Because I do think I just want to tease your return, another return. Oh. Which is I think you're beginning to like L.A. a little bit better. <laughs> Well, again, when you start at zero or negative, the Just only saying. way up, the only way, uh, the only direction is up. I know, and I'm I, I, I. There's a couple of things that have led me to believe. I think you're getting into the LA life. That's all I can say. <sighs> oh, 
See, that's a that's a reasonable yawn. That's that's a reasonable yawn. I'm gonna try to record you next time you do. Okay, record me. I've never, I've never like yawned loudly ever. That's such a that was such a reach. That was like. Oh, Sarah has Get some ready. legit things Get ready. in her, so I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, I have, gonna to have to set up cameras to, to capture it, so it's natural and in the Schman, wild. Man, I love you. Here's to another 25 years, because like I said, once we're 74, we're gonna be like that couple in the villages that go down there, and the guy like does acid and coke mm-hmm. all the time and was arrested multiple times, and it's debatable who it will be. If it'll be you or me. And then at that point, you know, you're together so long. It's like, what are you gonna do? Divorce? Because he's out doing coke every weekend hmm. at the villages. I'm pretty certain I know which one of that's going to be, but fair enough. I love you, I love you, too. Okay. Okay. Bye. Need to thank a couple of our sponsors. Let's thank ZocDoc. What I love about ZocDoc is, look, if you're going for high-end sushi, which so many of us do, don't you read the reviews? And are you going for gas station sushi? Hell no. No. Nope. And nada. And the same goes for finding a great doctor. Nothing is worse because I live here in Los Angeles. Lots of times you go out and um, a lot of doctors don't take your insurance. That totally sucks. Um, they're out of network. You don't want that hassle. Also, you want a great doctor, one that comes with good reviews, one you feel like you can trust. And that's where ZocDoc comes in as well. So ZocDoc is a free app. You can completely download it. I use it all the time. I've found multiple doctors in LA and in Virginia. It works nationwide. ZocDoc is free. It shows you doctors who are patient reviewed and take your assurance. Many are available within 24 hours. Go to ZocDoc.com TSFS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available, as I mentioned, within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com TSFS. ZocDoc.com TSFS. Pros. Pros is pretty awesome. Have you ever tried pros? Oh, now's your time. Now is the moment. Pros makes custom hair care that's effective because it's personal. Using natural ingredients with proven results, Pros customizes every product in your routine from shampoo to supplements. How do I know this? I've taken the quiz. They analyze your zip code. They analyze the type of water you have, uh, your diet. They even have you hold a hair follicle, which is really fun. And then is it like coarse hair? Is it like fine hair? And then they come up with a formula specialized just for you. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care out there. Boom. You can return the products, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash TSFS. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash TSFS for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Dame Products. DameProducts.com. Use the code TSFS at checkout for 15% off your next hot, sexy vibrator. Yes. Get in the groove with Dame Products. I love Dame Products and I'm not alone. They've been written up in multiple um, publications like Women's Health, Wall Street Journal, Well and Good, and Fast Company. They have their best sellers like the Arc. It's a strong curve vibe that finds the perfect spot for just $115. And of course, you're getting... 15% off. They have five patterns and five intensities, medical grade silicone and waterproof in a fabulous berry color. That's just one of them. Find out why they have bestsellers, thousands of five-star reviews, and have been written up everywhere. 
dameproducts.com and enter code TSFS at checkout for 15% off. Give me some caraway, baby. From the bedroom to the kitchen, Caraway Home wants you to have fabulous cookware that looks good but is healthy for you. I had never heard of Caraway cookware until they started working with the Sarah Fraser show. I got some pots and pans and now I'm addicted. It's time to ditch the chemicals with Caraway's Home non-toxic cookware and bakeware collections so you can make healthier cooking a piece of cake. Um, And you know, like me, like having beautiful cookware to look at, like at least gets me in the kitchen because let's be honest, like I don't want to cook, you know, ever again. Um... (laughs) Or do dishes. That's what I'm going for. Now, they don't come to your house and cook yet, but Caraway is close. The ceramic's naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for si- slide-off-the-pan eggs and easy cleaning. Over 25,000 people have raved about Caraway Kitchen. Now it's your turn. It's affordable cookware, too. Visit CarawayHome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit CarawayHome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. All right, I've been wanting to review this documentary for, I don't know how, like for weeks, but there's been so much going on on this podcast. You know, Paul and Andrea Lopez were back after like, I mean, I was thinking about this. I mean, they, AJ left the show two years ago, this like August, basically around her birthday. So it had had to have been at least a year. I think they were on, um, we did something during like the pandemic when it was in full force, but 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic! 
I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to Hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. They were back. I have not had a chance to review this documentary. If you haven't watched Netflix Untold, The Girlfriend That Didn't Exist, The Story of Manti Teo, oh my God. It is, it's aside from Roadrunner, which I think I've mentioned like a hundred times on this podcast, which was the documentary about Anthony Bourdain. I mean, epic. Even if you're not an Anthony Bourdain star, I think the explanation of suicide and how suicide is lots of times like just this spur the moment, like sometimes unplanned, almost didn't mean to moment. Roadrunner is so good. This is actually probably second on my list of documentaries that I've watched recently. On Netflix, if you're a Netflix subscriber, The Untold, The Girlfriend That Didn't Exist. So some backstory. I was super into this story because I was on The Kane Show. So I was a morning radio host when this broke. And I mean, much like everybody, I think now in the press has apologized to Manti Teo after seeing this documentary. I mean, we were awful too. Like we, I think we perpetuated all the memes because at the time, it was thought that he was in on making up this fake girlfriend. So let's backtrack. Like, if you have no fucking idea what I'm talking about, you're like, who the fuck is Manti Teo? I know. I'm not really like a sports person either. 
I'm a sports person when it crosses over to pop culture. That's when I get interested. So Manti Teo, like very well-known college athlete, college football player for Notre Dame, Samoan from Hawaii, right? Grows up very, very, very religious family. Um, You know, very like obedient kid always excels as an athlete gets a full scholarship, goes to Notre Dame, has a huge year at Notre Dame. But then in 2012, this story begins to blow up where Manti Teo goes on national TV and he he's he's a Heisman Trophy nominee. So he's talking about kind of the road to the Heisman, like if he's going to win it. And Johnny Menzel, by the way, ends up winning that year. And a lot of people think it has to do with this story. So he... You know, he talks about he lost his grandmother. His grandmother passed away and also his girlfriend, right? So he he mentions this like in passing in an interview. So, of course, he's a beloved star. Everybody is like, oh, my God, you know, how's he going to play in this like – it was some championship game or something. Anyway, he plays. I think they win. It was like for his grandmother and for Lanaya, who's his girlfriend, right? All right. Well, then we find out he actually never had met Lanaya ever. He'd spoken to her – dozens and dozens of times over the course of like a year or something um but he had never actually met her in person and then deadspin begins to uncover the story that Manti Teo is being catfished by this woman well I believe she's trans now so she's a woman now named Naya was a man then by this guy and and his name was Renaya um or sorry that's his name now so anyway he he's at the time a man he's the one behind this they end up tracing his because you know lanaya uh like he gets a manti teo gets this message from a family member of lanaya she's passed away oh my god she loved you so much she was like on her deathbed she speaks to manti teo on the phone i mean the dude thinks it's real right so but the deadspin begins to looking into like, all right, well, where's the obituary and where was the funeral and why didn't he go? And, and of course there is no funeral, right? There's no funeral. This Lanaya is a real person. And this is of course back when, I mean, remember when Facebook was like huge. So 2012, I mean, Instagram's just starting and isn't owned by Facebook at this point. So, and even like long before the catfish show, right? I mean, Manti Teo was kind of ground zero for a person being catfished. Poor guy. What a fucking experiment. I mean, what an awful, like, what like what a terrible, I mean, this man deserves so many apologies. Oh my God, I apologize. I feel like we, we replayed all the memes. We thought he was in on it. So anyhow, Deadspin does all this journalism work and they realize that, that, the Lanaya is a, a real person who's still alive, but she's had zero contact with Manti Teo. Like she, she ended up going to maybe like a middle school with him. So there was like a connection of a connection, but Renaya, this, you know, woman, they're beginning to realize has a connection to both Manti Teo because Renaya back in the day played football was also like part Samoan. Anyway, And had used Lanaya's image, taken everything off Facebook, and had started to communicate. So, and and had used voice-changing technology, because I'll get to the part when Renaya goes on Dr. Phil and recreates the voice, uses like a voice changer, which we used to use back in the day on the radio show, and 
and legit calls Manti Teo. So he thinks it's real. So this story begins to blow up as he's going to the national championship as, you know, the Heisman Trophy stuff is coming out. But, of course, like back in the day, the tail end of the paparazzi frenzy of the Perez Hilton days of TMZ just popping off. There's so much question around this story. And of course, like poor Manti Teo, I mean, when you see the documentary, you can see how this young guy completely got swept up in it because he was, you know, I mean, just such a good kid, like athlete, always listening to his parents, like always kind of, you know, prepped to obey, um, never did anything wrong, you know, took everybody at face value, very trusting and very insulated person because... I mean, you know, all he did was play football his entire life, right? So anyhow, it begins to unfold in the press. And there's a lot of question. Did he do it to himself to, you know, give him better chances of winning the Heisman Trophy? To gain empathy, right? Um, You know, why did he never meet? this woman in real life, even though they were communicating for over a year. Um, how could he have, you know, never done any research? And he goes on like a Katie Couric talk show that she was doing at the time, drops the voice message and, you know, realizes like, so, so people are like, all right, well, yeah, I would believe that was a real person too. And, oh, I think there was something about, like, there was one moment he was being interviewed, I think, where he'd already known, he'd been contacted by Deadspin that this story was going to come out. And they were like, tell us about your girlfriend. And kind of, you know, he's on national TV. So he just said, oh, she died, you know, but he knows this story is going to come out of her, like, that, that it's fake, right? But like he said, what was I going to do in that moment? Well, by the way, uh, you know, thanks, Jerry, for asking me about the Heisman run. Um, I actually just found out yesterday, Lanai is totally fake. You know, I mean, like in hindsight, yes, he should have because that would have killed Deadspin's entire story. But it blew up. It blew up and it blew up in a way that look, made Manti Teo look like he was in on it, that he was the butt of the joke. Um And, you know, really, they just didn't have a great, they didn't get out in front of it. They didn't have a good PR person. And a lot of people also thought he was faking it because he was gay. And he goes on talk show circuits and they ask him if he's gay in front of his parents, which, you know, now is like so irrelevant, right? But at the time was such a big deal. And that was a whole, you know, rumor and story thread that got going on Twitter. It was just, it's so, this documentary, you talk about a a redemption story about a guy who like really excelled. And I mean, how Manti Teo mentally kept it together and then goes on to play in the NFL is like fucking unbelievable, because, of course, like, everybody, all of us in the media, all these people are, like, circulating all these memes. Do you remember the Manti? This is this is a deep cut for people. But do you remember in 2012, 2013, the Manti Teo memes that would be, like, a guy with his arm around nothing? And it would be, like, getting Manti Teo? Like, I mean, it just was, like, everywhere. So, okay, he doesn't win the Heisman. Then the, the NFL draft is, comes up, and he's supposed to be in the top 30. You know, his agents are saying you're going to be in the top 30. Anyway, the 30 come and go, he's not named. I think he was in the second or third day, like top 100 or something. Um, and essentially, this whole incident costs him millions of dollars. 
But he does get drafted into the NFL. He plays eight seasons in the NFL. And the amazing part about this documentary, the untold, you know, the ex-girlfriend that didn't exist, is Manti Teo's in it. And then Naya, the woman who was a guy at the time that was catfishing Manti Teo, is in it too, telling her side of the story. It's bananas, okay? I'll tell you about Manti Teo because it has such a great ending. The last 15 minutes of this documentary, I mean, get your tissues. It's about forgiveness. It's about like, you know, accepting that people didn't understand his story, but still playing for the couple of people that supported him and weren't making a joke about him. Because, I mean, everywhere this guy went on the field, people would torment him that he and he just kept rising above. I'm like. This now that guy, that's a guy. Everyone's a fucking motivational speaker, but like, get Manti Teo out there. Like, how do we get this man to mo- like motivationally speak to us? He never once saw himself as a victim. I mean, that's like epic. All right, let's go to Naya. Okay, so Naya's on the film. Oy vey. I mean, when you think about what she did, creating a whole persona, creating fake voice messages, she never once went to jail. Like, nothing happened to her. Now, I guess you could argue a lot happened to her. I mean, she's she lives in Seattle, Washington now. I mean, she's like completely trolled and hated on the Internet. Um, and she speaks about she was going through this gender identity crisis at the time. So she feels like she acted out this way by kind of targeting Manti Teow. They both were raised in similar situations like football focused families, very religious um, but the, I think, the, for me, the darkest moment, because I do think you have to be mentally not all there, is Naya, in like 2014, or 2013, 2014, when this is blowing up, goes on Dr. Phil. And Dr. Phil goes, all right, you were creating these voice messages. How did you do it? And, I mean, this is on camera. And Naya goes, well, I have to, I have to be in a dark room. I have to be in the right setting. I have to get into character. And I'm like, all right fucking this is bananas i mean dr phil is like also on the documentary going this is she's like has some sort of personality disorder i mean this is crazy so she goes into this dark room on dr phil and then goes and then she becomes like she has this like feminine voice like hi man i love you thank you for the note all this stuff and recreates the voice messages what the i mean what in the world uh, it was bananas. But aside from basically being publicly shamed, no legal consequence. There's like no, I, I guess I forget that you, if you're not like blackmailing someone, trying to extort them, which is the same thing. <coughs> I'm getting choked up. This this documentary is so good. Like there's no crime that was committed, even though you're you're on there faking something. Unbelievable moment at the end. So Manti Teo, I don't believe, I don't recall this from the documentary. I don't think Manti Teo, oh, Naya calls Manti Teo as this is exploding and says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm so ashamed. I can't believe I did this. But otherwise, okay. And and so that's it, right? I mean, there's no consequences for Naya. Aside, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot. There's been a lot probably. And they don't get into like Naya's family. I can't imagine Naya's family is proud of this whole incident. I give her a lot of credit for going on the documentary and telling her side of the story. And I mean, she seemed pretty self-aware on the documentary. Now, now, I mean, certainly 
like when this whole thing was happening and she goes on Dr. Phil, I mean, that was not exactly in a great light. But Manti Teo completely talks about how he's forgiven her, like how he's forgiven her. He's worked through it. He's married now. He lives in San Diego. The last 15 minutes are so profound. I think just like a lesson in I can't imagine being vilified on such a huge level as what Manti Teo went through, all the people like doubting him. And, um, and you know, it's, it's so interesting how, I guess, too, for me, looking at a lot of these incidents, like Britney Spears, right, seeing, seeing all the conservatorship, you know, but for years, like, I believed it. No, I mean, Brittany herself came out for years and said, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, you know, my dad's helping me. So, I mean, I took that like face value, you know, but I do think it's interesting and we're becoming more self-aware that there's so many layers to a story, which is, which is difficult and also a good thing, right? Because it's now you read things in the press and you're like, well, what do I really believe? You know, because you saw stories like this Manti Teo thing and the way they're put out. They're just completely interpreted a whole different way online, you know? This whole narrative that he was involved or he was doing it to cover up the fact that he was gay, which he's not, you know, it's like, oh, and and we all, like, believed that. Okay, well, like I did, all right? I'm not speaking for you guys. You guys were probably like, oh, fuck it. I knew, Sarah, from the start. This Manti Teo was fabulous. Only you, you bitch. You and thinking that Jamie Spears had the best of intentions for Britney, you see you. Anyway, you know what? Oh, fine. Blame it on me. Okay? It's taken me a long time to become media savvy. Um, which, by the way, that whole Kevin Federline interview is like another thing, but I have not watched it. Um, he was just on 60 Minutes Australia, and there was so much back and forth over this interview. It was too mean to post, and then it ended up dropping like last night. That's an aside. So it is... Look, it's a documentary, Untold, um, The Girlfriend That Didn't Exist. It starts out super boring because they set up kind of who Manti Teo is. I could care less. I enjoy watching football. It's kind of like baseball. I like football on TV. I enjoy going to the stadium because I want like a, you know, fabulous craft beer. And I enjoy going to Yankee Stadium for the, you know, $75 sushi. I mean, I like the high end live experience and I only like to stay a few innings and then I want to leave. I don't, I don't really give a fuck about sports. You know, Schman were here. Oh my God, believe me. He could recite stats from Manti Teo when he was at Notre Dame and he could, you know, tell you how many turf pellets were there. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who likes sports that much. I, but again, but then again, I mean, if you quiz me on housewives right now, I could probably win. So tip for tap. But so the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes are boring. I almost gave up. It's a two part series. And then I watched and I was enthralled. Forgiveness. I mean, unbelievable pressure, losing money. I'd be pissed. This Manti Teo was on par to be making, I don't know, let's say $25 million a year. The dude probably made 10 or less for like years, like never got to his potential financially because of all the rumors about the story, because he didn't, he didn't even do anything wrong. The poor guy was like naive. That's what he did wrong, you know, and his parents were very religious and, you know, give people the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, he was away at Notre Dame and having a hard time because the weather sucked. We can all relate. And then he meets Lanaya, the fake girlfriend. Anyhow unbelievable i have been dying to review it some other pop culture things that are trending like i mentioned about kevin federline i i'm gonna try to i see where i can watch this i also want to but i have not watched it 
you know, you've probably kept up to speed at this point. Brittany is not speaking to her two sons. It's so, this is another story I've kind of backed out of because it's just like so many people are involved, like her kids, poor Brittany. Like, I mean, you know, obviously Brittany hates her parents now, her sister. It's, it's so, and it's just like, oh, it's so sad. Like there's so many people involved in lives impacted. Now, according to Jaden and Preston, her sons, they claim they're not in her life because she would never stop posting on social media. She wanted to post pictures of the kids, of the boys, because she wanted attention. They wanted to remain anonymous. They claim all the nude photos and everything that she posts in topless. She loves to be in the limelight. She loves the attention, and she can't go without it. And they just think no matter what, she is going to post. That's their hot take. Brittany accuses Kevin Federline of smoking weed all the time. I mean, can we see that? Yeah. Yeah, we can. We can. I mean, I believe that part of the story. Um, And she's hoping that in time her kids come around. I hope so, too. Like, but again, it's so, you know, there's so many different layers to it. I'm sure you guys know if you've ever been close to somebody who's gone through a custody battle. I mean, God, the kids are so, like, dragged into it from both sides. It's just such a mess. So I I hope everything goes well. And I I have to say, I've kind of stopped following that story, to be honest with you. and it's not because I was wrong, you know, but that's that's one that you can remind me of, you know. <laughs> I, I, I was like anti-free Britney for you. I was like, fuck off. You guys are idiots. Uh, but turns out you guys weren't. So there you go. <laughs> you know, like, turns out. Joke's on me. I'm the idiot. That one's big and trending. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, Ari Spears, the two comedians. Oh, are you coming in? Oh, you're, oh, you're not ready yet? Oh. oh, you're not ready for your close-up yet? Okay. Schman, Schman's getting his close-up ready. Um, that story's bananas. I've only seen a snippet. If you're not familiar with that one, do a deep dive. Tiffany Haddish, by the way, spoke out. Um, two children are saying they were groomed to do like basically a semi-pornographic comedy skit with Tiffany and Ari Spears for Funny or Die comedy back in the day. Now, Funny or Die said they looked at it never even, I think it was up on the website, maybe two seconds. They pulled it. They never approved of it. They didn't like it. Um, and it's pretty disturbing, the clip that I've seen. Like, there, Ari Spears is playing the R. Kelly song, and then basically this, like, kid is in his underwear. It's very – it's like um, – I just feel like, you know, I'm doing a little bit of stand-up, and by no means am I on uh, any high level of comedy. But I, I get how comedians get carried away because they push boundaries. That's sort of what we do. And two, I just feel like – like the molestation jokes, there's just such a fine line, you know, my two cents. But Tiffany Haddish came out and she basically said, look, it's an ongoing court case. I can't speak as soon as I can. I'll tell you, there's a lot more to this story. I'm disgusted at the video. I get what, you know, Ari and I were trying to make it funny. I see it wasn't, um, Completely shouldn't have happened, but there's a lot more. And from what I've read from the stories, the lot, the, a lot more is that, supposedly this these two kids and their mom used to be very close with Tiffany Haddish and they wanted money they didn't get money out of her so now they're making this a big thing suing her and trying to get more money out of she and Ari Spears so you know is it a money grab I mean we've also seen that too can both parties be a little right sure we've seen that as well so anyway it's an interesting place in pop culture and um it sucks getting older and and having more maturity and hindsight on these stories because it just makes it harder to comment you know what i mean everything's in the gray now and i used to be so black and white and uh, i really had an opinion now i'm like "Mm." 
You know, a little bit of this can be true, a little bit of that can be true. Well, who the fuck wants to hear that, you know? Anyhow, look, love you guys. Um, you can find and follow me more on TikTok at the Sarah Fraser Show. Bye, everybody!